have something to listen to. You know, I want to feed a thought today. Y'all know my feeding a thought. It's when I sit back and have this intellectual conversation with myself, well, now with you, um, as a listener, and try to share some of my thoughts with you. Um, Some of the things that I think would help us uh, to get forward or maybe just look at things from another perspective. That's basically all that I do. And no means am I trying to persuade you that you should see things or believe things as I do. I just want to talk to you and, and just share maybe a what if with you. You know, I, I sit back and I scratch my head because majority of us are extremely intelligent, got visions, got plans. But when the time comes for execution, we fall short. And I don't know if you're falling short because you don't know how to you know, get over that, that hump. It's just that are you willing to put the efforts in to get it? Some of you all think of all these great ideas about how you're going to do this and that. And some of y'all have went to all kind of streams of going to college, doing uh, self-helps, improvements, reading books, et cetera, et cetera. But then you still find yourself in the same place. I mean, like you go to school to become something great. You study, you look at YouTube, how to do these different things and gifted in your hands, you can build things. But because the talent, it, the talent that you have is within you, it's so easy for you to do things. It takes no effort for you to really go forth and achieve. But the things that you really want to do is one of the hardest things for you to do is because you don't put the full effort in doing it or you're procrastinate putting this piece of the puzzle on the back burner or, or moving something backwards, shuffling things around and, and putting the things that are easy in front of you. I truly believe anything that's worth getting, you got to put some efforts to it. And with that being said, you all always talk about how you compare yourself to others or compare your situation to others, how they're doing this and and you're doing that or how you've missed a mark on this. And then you start blaming yourself and complaining about why, why, why. When you start addressing the why in life, the better off you become. Because I think all of us need to address the why. We need to have a self-evaluation moment where we can address the whys in our life. Why this? Why uh, am I in this area? And then why do I allow? You know, these things keep coming to our mind and until you address it, you're gonna keep on just having it, just wandering around in your mind and never come with a full answer. What if you really look at the why? Because most of the time when you look at why, you have to point a finger at yourself. There's nobody else involved but with the why but you. What am I saying? Why is this? Why do you allow this? What could I have done different? And then why is this happening? It's happening because you never address the situation or you never you don't know how to put clothes to things. You know, believe it or not, family, there's a lot of people out here that run through these these problematic areas in their life is because they don't know how to shut the door on things. And let's do Let's deal with that. Shutting the door on broken relationships or things that you moved away from. You know, a lot of people who are in relationship and they're failing. They don't know how to say, you know what, I no longer want to be a part of this. So you're hoping that you being sad, the other person picks up on that sadness and they will do the the thing that you can't do and end the relationship. But even in the relationship, they don't totally end it. They just stop seeing the rain. So they kind of drift off. You not knowing if you're still in a relationship. They not knowing if relationship. But what they, what you both know is that there was some place where both of y'all wasn't happy. And the best thing was to do was cut off communication. But it's only cut off until you realize that the one person who really cut it off has moved on and forgot to give you that MO to say, hey, we're no longer together. You see them with another person and then all of a sudden you're shocked like, what the world, I thought we were this and I thought we're that when reality was, 
you just failed to shut the door to close it off. I don't know why people are so fearful to go ask that question of a person who you spent this quality time with, who you've given a part of your heart or your mind and, and somewhat your soul to, to say, hey, you know what? I'm not happy anymore. Do you not think that this time the best thing for us to do is to end this relationship? Addressing the why. Why would I want to uh, end this relationship? Because I'm not happy. Why should I uh, stop having conversation with you? Because it's not fruitful. I don't see anything promising in this. And what would I do if this relationship uh, would end? Live. You know, those little simple whys and the what's that need to be addressed in life will help you get out of the situation by putting closure to things. And you have to put closure for your own psyche because majority of us hold on to things that shouldn't be held on to. Yeah, y'all say how? You hold on to people who don't want to be held or you hold on to an idea or a concept that would never manifest itself. Why? Because you didn't put the effort in it to build it. We're switching gears. Oh no, we can stay right here. In a relationship, it takes two parts. Both of you have to be engaged, both of you have to be determined, both of you have to be focused. And the one thing that you have to be focused on is each other. You gotta find the happiness in that person as well as they find the happiness in you. You gotta, you know, you, you gotta stop settling for things that you know that you truly want. For example, if you want a very affectionate uh, person, and the person that you have is not, and, and no matter how many times you've talked to them, you don't see that changing, then why stand in a relationship where the one thing that you need is the most you're not getting? I mean, I'm just trying to think, how do you sit there and convince yourself to continue to stay on or keep pressing in through a relationship, giving the best effort that you have to something that you settle to? Because let the truth be told, if you're telling someone to change and they're not changing, then if you keep saying and you get quiet and you don't do anything about it, then you're settling and you're accepting that. At least this person believes that you're accepting this to be so. But the truth of the matter is you're not accepting. You're angry with yourself. You're upset with yourself. And let it, know, let it be known that majority of the time when people find this settling type of uh, uh, atmosphere that they put themselves in, little by little, somebody's easy to creep in and steal uh, your attention. And therefore, people say, oh, I don't cheat. But guess what? If you're settling and you're unhappy and somebody come here and give you the glimpse that they can make you happier than what you are, you don't think that it'd be easy for them to persuade you to take an interest in them? I'm not saying that I'm condoning cheating. But if you don't know how to close the door on that relationship, that tell them that you're not happy, are you not when you go and looking for someone else to please you or, or fill that void? Are you not cheating? Are you not giving away to them? Wouldn't it be easier just to say, you know what, I'm not happy. And I think at this time I'm looking for something that, you know, you're not willing to give or you're not capable of giving. And it's not an insult and it's not a put down. But some people are just not going to be as affectionate as you need. They may not be as attentive as you need. And you might be a very affectionate person. And then on the flip side, you may be too much for the other person. You may be too affectionate. You may be too loving. And this person may not be with that. I mean, people can love you for certain things, but the one thing that you love most be the one that you, the things that you want to accept or what you want in a relationship. Let's go back. Let's back paddle a little bit. Now that we're on relationship, majority of us don't sit down and have those heart-to-heart -heart talks with individuals at the day one. You know, sometimes you look at their looks, you look at how they dress, how they smell and all that stuff, and you get caught up in that. But you never sit down and say, you know what? Hey, let's have a real heart. First of all, this is where I am. This is what I'm planning to do. This is what I'm looking forward to achieving. And I'm looking for someone that can help me do A, B, C, D, F, G. 
And after you get that part down, then you should be able to talk about the sexual appetites that both you have, what your limitations are, if any, and what, you know, you expect of that individual, if that's the direction that you're going in. And then you should talk about your marriage and all those different things, all combined in all that long conversation. So people can know that you're not in for just dating. You're looking at Courtney to be married or you're just into dating or you're just into having some type of friendship, whatever it may be. You should have that conversation with them. But the one thing I want you to understand is when that whatever you call friendship, acquaintance or relationship is established, then the guidelines and principles should be reiterated, uh, revisit and make sure that we're both clear about what direction that we're going in. If we're going to be this type of friendship, we're going to be this type of acquaintance or this is the things we're going to do. It should be clear. But when that is made and established and you don't see the joy or the of the whatever you want out of that that type of commitment that you have been uh, uh, bound to or, or connected to, then you should have conversation with them. And you should have conversation to the point where it's clear, not talking at them, but talking with them, where you sit back and, and reiterate what you're hearing from another person, share back what you thought they said and what you felt that they said, and then say, hey, okay, this is what I'm going to do with the information that you're giving me. And then come to an adult decision to rather not, this is something that you can continue to go forth in. If you catch feelings and you're just a friend, then you need to be able to tell them, hey, I'm catching feelings. So at this time, we need to do A, B, C, D. And don't don't take that away from the individual, the right to make a decision away. Don't just assume that they're going to be in agreement with you or they're not. Tell them what you want. Tell them that you have this, that, or the other. And see what they say and be prepared for an answer that may not be feasible. It may not be as comfortable as you would like it to be. But you would rather have the truth and knowing that you can make the right decision for you and they can make the right decision for them. Many times in relationships, what we find out is people take for granted what somebody may or may not say because we don't ask the question. We just assume that they'd be in, in, in cohesive with us when a cohesive with us and, and when that's not true because somebody may feel a different way. Or somebody may feel even greater. But you need to let them have the opportunity to express that. And don't tell me, oh, you meet people that that don't know how to express themselves. Oh, they express themselves in some way. Because had they not, they wouldn't have got your attention. So the truth of the matter is you need to find out how you and that person communicate. What's your harmony? What's your your, your language of love, affection, and, or, or uh, companionship? Find that, whatever it is. But at the same time, and I keep going back to it. When you ask in the whys and the whats, you need to address, hey, why do I stay with this person? What am I expecting from them? And why should I continue on this path? When you start asking those and you got a question and all of them sound favorable and all of them feel good to you, then you keep tre- you keep trending forward. But when that, you start getting that why and that why becomes a negative comment, like why am I giving this person all my time when they can't give anything back? Why am I showing them affection? Or why am I treating them like a wifey when they don't want to marry me? Or why am I doing the husband thing to them and they have no intention to see me? Why am I giving my hard-earned uh, check and time and, and, and motion to this individual when they give me nothing in return? Why do I feel like this? Why, when you start having a bunch of whys and a negative there, then you need to stop and do some self-evaluation. Use them to point the finger back to you. Why should you continue on pressing forward? And then if it's a good thing, then why, what is going to, what's the next move for us? Where are we going from here? How do we get there? And what is your plans for the future? What is your objectives that you're seeing? See, then you start changing the way that you're approaching the friendship because it has to develop, um, 
evolve into something if you start looking at longer relationship, a longer time spent with this individual when you just start off that y'all were just friends and then you went to acquaintance and then when you establish a relationship, what type of relationship is this? Is it agreed upon? Are they understand this? And don't be fearful to ask them questions that, again, that may not be, that may be uncomfortable to you. You need to know if you, what type of relationship you're in. Because you may have started off one way and it's, your feelings have taken it to somewhere else. And you need to know if that person's in the same boat with you. I'm just saying, stop getting on a ship where you're thinking that you, you run across on smooth waters when it's rocky and, and the waves are coming in because you find yourself on that ship by yourself. When you thought we were together, both of y'all started off in the ship together, but somewhere he jumped overboard and you didn't see it or she didn't see it. It goes both ways. Learn to embrace the understanding that I need to make sure that my self-evaluation, my self-assessment of this situation that I'm in and, and in my life, that this is beneficial for me. And you can take that away from relationship and you can go into your business center, you can, you can go into your networking and you can go with friends or acquaintance that you interact with, not ones of male and female, or female, female, male, male, whatever. I'm talking about something that is mutual far as like a business connection or a, a, a moral support or support, those type of relationships that you establish. Is it worthy? Why is this person still your friend? Why do you call them an acquaintance? Why do you give them so much of your time and attention? Is it because this, that, or the other? You got to begin to ask the hard questions for yourself because one thing you want to do is secure your heart. No one wants to be hurt. No one wants to be driven to pain and nobody wants to be rejected. And these things happen more commonly when you don't sit there and have these times, these heart-to-heart reality talks with yourself to see where you stand and what you're trying to do in this hour and what is the driving force about getting there. You know, find your drive, find your companion, find, I mean, compassion, find your, your, your present stance in anything, everything that you do. I don't care if it's down to what you believe in, to what you support. You want to keep asking you, why do I, what if, how about, and, and where, where and why. Go ahead with the W's. Come with the H's. Find the rhythm that answers your questions and stand on it. Because you got to, well, maybe me. I want to be happy in all that I do. Is that possible? It's challenging. But I think if as long as I know where I stand in the decisions that I make, then I can justify with myself and I can find the joy that I need. I can find the happiness that I am. And I know that life throws its curveballs, but I think if I'm able to make wise decisions, I can embrace the curveballs, the bombs, the, the other different things that fall apart in my life. I think I can deal with that because I'm finding happiness in my decision because I felt like I took the time to look at everything from the right, the left, the front, the back, before I made a decision. I was so quick to jump out there and say, let me do this. Can I pause there? Pin that in the wall for a minute. A lot of us, we forget about the experience that we went through to get us where we are. You went through some some terrible things in your life to build your character, build the personality that you are. And soon as you find yourself in a new relationship, a new connection, a new business or whatever, sometimes you forget about those experiences, those building blocks of your life. And you start off fresh and anew like nothing ever happened to you. You try to put the hurtful things of your past away so that you would just deal with this person firsthand or deal with this job or deal with the situation from a new, new, new perspective. But you can't, you can't, cannot run away from the experience that you learned 
that brought you here. Yeah, sometimes pain is really pain. It's really bad. But in that pain, you learn something. The problem is, how many times you got to go through that painful act before you learn um, learn whatever's needed for you to get out of that situation? A lot of us find ourselves going around and around and around in circles, dealing with the same things, dealing with the same people, dealing with the same outcomes. Why? Because we fail to apply the information that we got from the previous uh, 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 cycle that we're in. See, life is a learning curve, and we have to embrace it in different manners. I mean, we would love not to get hurt and nothing that we do. Everything should be good, good, good. But how do you know how it is to win unless you know what it is to, be, to have lost? How do you know if you're successful if you never embrace the word failure? I'm saying, how, how do you know anything unless you can weigh, weigh it against the right and the wrong or the good and the bad? You, you have to weigh it upon something so that you can, you can be happy and say, I understand, I've learned from this. Moving forward, I'm going to continue to grow in this. Moving forward, I'm not going to go back that path again. And if you go back down that path again, what did you learn on the second trip that you should have learned um, before entering the third? You know, you got to sit back and say, okay, then the first time I went down here, I got a lump on my head. The second time, I got two lumps on my head. There's not going to be a third one because I need to sit down and reevaluate what went on in the first time and what went in the second. Let's, let's go back to the relationship. You sit back and you wonder why your relationship continue to fail. And you never take the time, one, to separate yourself long enough for you to gather yourself, look at what you did wrong in a relationship. What part did you play in it? What part did the other person play in it? What can you do better? And what would you do different? Moving on. Are you ready? Ask the questions. Are you ready to step into a new relationship with someone, being that you're just getting out of the other? Or did you get enough time to, with yourself, by yourself, for you to see how, how it is to be with yourself? See, a lot of times, we some of y'all been in relationships so long, um, and then when the relationship ends, you don't know how it is to be to yourself. And I understand that. But you came in this world by yourself. And before you got to the age of being in a relationship, you were did, you was with yourself then. Why you can't reflect back on those days when you used to do the things with yourself, go shopping, eating or whatever. Maybe you've never done that. You've always been in a relationship all your life. Maybe that's the story. Well, maybe you need to take the time to gather yourself up. Look at the past hurt from the relationship that you went through that didn't go as promised as you had. And look at the positive plus the negative. I'm telling you, sometimes you need to sit still and, and look at things from all angles before embracing. I said that before, but I say it again. There are so many of us that gravitate in the same type of situation over and over again because this is the type of people that we want to be around. We throw that beacon of light and that drawing card to get the same type of person, the same type of business, same type of uh, endeavors that we had before because this is all we know and this is all we want. We want to continue to be in these type of connections because this is favorable or maybe this is easy for us to control because we don't want to have to do anything new. You know, this is how it's always been. I'm used to this type of treatment. I'm used to this, that, and that, and the other. Or I, I'm not going to look for a better job because it's going to challenge me to do more and I want to be in my comfort place. I don't want to go forth and do anything more. I just want to be able to find a job that do this, something that I'm comfortable with that's not going to challenge me to do even greater. Something that's not going to push me to go out and try to advance myself. Something that's not going to push me to go out there and have to tell somebody some bad news. I don't want to be in that type of environment, but I want the money, but I want to stay in this comfort zone where at least I know day in and day out, it's pretty much going to be the same rigor that I do any other time. Day to day cycle 
of my current job will just continue to be what my life is like. And most likely, if you really look at it, those that are stuck in that place, their relationship is the same way. If their business that they're in or the jobs that they have is the same old, same old, day in, day out, they don't change, you can look at their relationship. It's the same way. They pick somebody that is just like them, that don't want to do change anything. They don't have no new ideas. They're just going through life with blinders on saying, hey, you know what? I wake up in the morning, get my clothes on. Hey, how you doing? We ain't doing nothing. And then something in you, since you settled, something in you is saying, hey, we need to go out. Hey, we need to go and do some different things. I want to do something crazy. I want to go walk in the sand. I want to go out there and have dinner on the beach. And this person saying, um, well, when we gonna st- what's wrong with you? Why do we want to go spend money on the beach? We can sit right here and look on beach on TV. We can sit right here and do this, do that. And you'll just say, okay. Deep down inside, you want to do more because you want to try to break this cycle. But you can't because you have given into the settling that this is how it is. And then what you do is you hear other people talk about all these exciting things that they did. And you become a little jealous with the fact that saying, man, I am too young to not be able to do this and this I would love to experience this and that but the truth of the matter is you settle so much with this relationship that you're in you can't get out of it you can't find a way you're stuck but I'm saying to you you can come out of that change your mindset do what makes you happy find what makes you tick find what makes you laugh and then go out there and all means try to find it try to secure your joy in all that you do by first seeing what makes you happy. Now again, back to self-evaluation. Look back and evaluate yourself and see what changes that could be made. And if you can't find it, then maybe it's time for you to go around and be around other people and see what they're doing. See what other couples are doing or see what other business uh, uh, people are doing. Go see what other co-workers and colleagues are doing. You just go ask and see. Maybe that sparks something in you. And, And jealousy may be a little good. A little good. I know that's not good, but it might be it might be beneficial to you. Because for the first time you see, maybe that's gonna spark you to get out there and do something. Instead of staying in the house on Saturday complaining about going out to movies and stuff, you go take yourself out to a movie. Or you press upon your significant other and say, Hey, let's do a movie, let's do some dinner, let's do this, let's do that. It's not gonna happen until you begin to push the envelope for things of change. I'm just saying. But then again, that doesn't work for everybody because some people just like being what they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, other people may judge you because you never do this and that. But if you're happy with doing that, fine. Fine. At the end of the day, whatever makes you happy is what it's all about. I'm just saying, hey, I just want to feed a thought with you. I know we got onto the relationship tip and we start trying to do business and the what's, the why, and the how. But somebody needs to be encouraged that it's okay being you. But let's make sure you're happy during that time, that you're finding some joy in what you're doing. And don't be always living for somebody else. I know we do a lot of compromising, you know, because we want people to be happy. But if you're not happy, then why continue to compromise? They get everything they want, but you don't get anything? I don't know. That's kind of an unfair disadvantage, eh? You're giving your world up to somebody and they can't give nothing in return. That's just selfish. But is it selfish if you give it away to them? Are you that desperate to try to find a way to give them joy and sacrifice your own joy? That can't be healthy. And why spend all these years 
looking for somebody to bring you happiness and you want you're not willing to you know they're not willing to give it to you or you can't find it in them being stuck in a relationship or stuck in a commitment stuck in a business or whatever and there's no joy in it whatsoever that's got to be a torment in itself i don't know y'all life is short you should live it and i don't believe there's nobody out here that can't say they don't believe somebody out here could treat them better especially if you're in that place where you've been settling 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 I think sometimes you need to step out of your zone and see what the world has to offer. You might find somebody that, that, that treats you like that queen or king that you want. And then maybe you'll realize that what you got home is the best thing. Now, no means is my telling you to go cheat and, and go mess around with somebody. I'm just saying, on your next selection, make sure you look at what you really want, truly want, and go for that instead of sitting up here getting the same old type of individuals that you just left. You wasn't happy with them, but yet you get the same characteristics again. I'm just saying. So I don't want y'all to leave here, and I'm telling you married people, you people in relationship, that it's okay to go out here, and while you got them, go look for something else. I didn't say that. I'm saying when you look at it and do self-evaluation, you find out why you stay where you are. You find why you're happy with this. And I don't care who you are. Everybody can sit back and reflect on their, their relationship they're currently in and see where there's some room for improvement. And then figure out how do you go about telling that individual that you need their game to step up or you need to step your game up. Try something new. You might enjoy it. To stop selling it for other people's half. They're giving you 20%, maybe even 50 but you're giving 100% in everything that you do. Mm. I don't know. I think, I, I think the scale should be even. But that's just me. I don't know. I'm not trying to say I got everything together, but I know one thing I got. I'm going to have joy, and I'm going to be happy, and that's in all that I do. Nobody's going to steal my joy, and I'm not going to be sad. I ain't going to say that I don't have perfect days, all perfect days. I have some challenging days, but I have some joyful days too, and my joy is always going to oversee my sadness or my days of challenge. So keep that in mind. Find what something that balances you out. Enjoy all that you do because your life is the only life that you have. And when it's gone, it's gone. So why would you sit there and share your life in misery when you can find joy? I don't know. Food for thought. Peace.